you've been the caregiver for years. And even though the added demands of work and your kids have taken their toll, and even though you know it's time for assisted living or memory care, the thought of handing over your caregiving duties is terrifying. I'm your host, Valerie Lynn, and this week we're looking at why you may want to continue providing care for your loved one after they move to assisted living, what that might look like, and if it's a good idea. Welcome to Desperately Seeking Senior Living, a podcast for sons, daughters, grandkids, and spouses who suddenly find themselves tangled in the search for senior living and care. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and check out our doable download in today's show notes for a printable summary of the show and a bonus tip. You're listening to our doable tips, short answers to your questions. Don't see your question listed? Send us a note. Then don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an answer. Hi, and welcome to the show. This is a question that comes up with almost every family we help. And there are so many reasons that you might want to continue providing care. So this week, we're going to take a look at what those reasons might be and why it's not always a good idea. Caregiving, as you know, is such a difficult job. It comes with so many emotions, loss, guilt, frustration, anger, sadness, and fear. And regardless of your reasons for being a caregiver, there very often comes that day when you decide that it's better for your mom or dad to move to assisted living. Last week, we talked about the nurse assessment and the cost of care. There's a cost that comes with providing care. And yes, you probably didn't get paid what you're worth when you were doing it. In fact, many family caregivers get paid nothing. But of course, in assisted living, there's going to be a cost. This is actually the number one reason that most families give for wanting to continue to provide the care even after their loved one moves into a community or an adult family home. And today, we're going to focus more on community living as opposed to adult family homes because they're run very differently. So what are some other reasons that you might want to continue providing care even after your mom or dad moves into assisted living? Maybe it's as simple as familiarity or habit. It's what you've been doing, and it's hard to imagine anyone else providing that care. Your mom or dad may also be asking you to continue to provide the care because they're comfortable. Or for some reason, you just don't trust anyone else to do the job. And who can blame you? It's your mom. It's your dad. And you're the one who's been responsible for however long it's been, years or even just months. So what are a few of the tasks that you might choose to continue doing? Well, there's showering, medication management, personal laundry, and maybe even reminders for activities or meals. If you do decide to continue providing care, the most important thing to remember is that that means the responsibility falls on you. And even though your loved one is in assisted living or memory care, and even though they have caregivers right there, the community is not responsible for completing tasks that aren't on the care plan. So what does that mean for you if you should decide to continue providing the care? It means you have to have a backup plan, a backup caregiver for when you're sick, want to go on vacation, or away for the weekend, 
or if something were to suddenly happen to you, a health scare or worse. This becomes especially important if you're handling the medications. In fact, most communities that would allow you to handle the medications will most likely have you fill out all the forms for them to take over in case of an emergency. Let's talk a little bit more about medications because this can also be one of the more expensive care items and very often has its own pricing structure apart from all the other care tasks, making it one of the care tasks most often discussed. If you're only planning to set up the pillbox once a week, then call your dad two or three times a day to say, hey dad, time to take your medication, then you're not physically there. You have no way of knowing if he were to accidentally drop a pill or take from the wrong day, making it possible that he'll say on that day that he's already taken his meds. And maybe this is the way you're doing it right now and it's working for you, but I can't tell you how many families have reported something going wrong with medications done this way. And the alternative, of course, is you going to your dad's apartment two, three times a day, which is often not ideal. And on a medication side note, if you do choose to handle medications or you think your mom or dad maybe can even manage their own, the community will most likely have to have their doctor sign off on the plan and pass the community's assessment regarding medications. Most assisted living communities will allow you to provide care. The community is your loved one's home. But whether or not it's a good idea, you have to decide. Is it causing you just as much stress, if not more? Is it getting in the way of you enjoying your time with your mom or dad? Do you feel confident about your backup plan? Or do you still feel like you can't take that vacation? Is your mom or dad clear on the expectations or are they asking the assisted living staff for things that you're actually providing, causing confusion? And are you prepared for changes in care as your mom or dad decline? If you decide to provide the care, it's a good idea to keep the community's nurse up to date on how your mom is doing. Now, yes, of course, they're most likely going to see your mom every day, at least at mealtimes, so they'll have some sense of her normal routines and how she's doing, but they won't have that same level of knowledge as you do about how showers are going, for example, if they're not the ones giving them. Then make sure you know the steps to take and the turnaround time should you want to hand over care duties to the community. With staffing, it could take a week or more for them to be able to start providing that care. And staffing is a reason that they're probably not going to cover care just for your vacation. They're probably going to want that change to happen for at least a month at a time. And make sure the community knows your backup plan too. Communication is key. Thanks so much for listening in. Hopefully this week's episode helps make your decision about continuing to provide care a little more doable. Today's episode is brought to you by ClearPath Senior Living Solutions. ClearPath helps families find assisted living, memory care, and other resources. Find our contact information in today's show notes. Check out this episode's doable download in show notes for details, including industry terms and definitions we discussed, as well as a bonus tip from our guest. 
have questions or your own tips to share, leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, make it doable. 